teach you this new song. If you want to dance in, the in your seats or whatever, feel free. I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm too grateful to be hateful. I'm too blessed to be pissed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Not gonna let it get me down. Not gonna let it push me over. Not gonna let it run me around. Cause I know the truth. I'm too blessed, yeah, to be stressed. I'm too grateful to be hateful. I'm too blessed to be pissed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Doesn't matter what's on the news. You can't make my mind up for me. You ain't gonna hear me sing the blues. Cause I know the truth. I'm too blessed, yeah, to be stressed. I'm too grateful to be hateful. I'm too blessed, yes, to be pissed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Gotta blow. And it matches the outfit, so important. And I am grateful for each breath I take. Yes, yes, that's your part. I am grateful I am wide awake. I am grateful for each passing day. Yes, yes. I am grateful. I'm so grateful. Oh, I'm too blessed. Sing with me now. To be stressed. Too grateful. I'm too grateful to be hateful. I'm too blessed, yeah, to be pissed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Oh, I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm too grateful to be hateful. I'm too blessed to get pissed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm too blessed to be I am not going to be stressed. Will you, will you join me with that? We're not going to be stressed. Because we are so blessed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Johnny. Oh, look, you are so... Can we give him some love back there? Such a great job for me on Friday night and great job this morning. So how are you all? Are you blissed? Are you blissed and happy? So this morning we just sang before, today I choose. Today I choose to be what? You claim your word. And so one of the things, one of the reasons I chose that song that I just sang was nothing's going to stop me. Nothing's going to get me down. So what the, the lyrics there say, no, nothing's going to get me down because I know the truth. And I know the truth of my being. I know the truth is that I can choose at any moment how I'm going to react to all this craziness that's happening. Without getting political this morning, it's just a little crazy. Do you feel like you're getting like squeezed and it's just everything just feels like a little bit just too much these days. And so to me, what I want to talk about is 
what are the ways that we can deal with all the craziness in the world? And you know, I love how there are no accidents because the story you just told about the, the man, my whole talk is all about kindness. I mean, it's real. we didn't even talk about what, what today was gonna be about, but that's really what I came up with, is that the way that we can deal with these turbulent times that we're in is to just be kind. Be kind to ourselves, be kind to other people, live in a state of gratitude. Nothing's gonna get me down because I know the truth. I know that the truth is that every moment I can choose how I'm gonna react to all this stuff that's going on, how I can react to anybody that I meet in the world. But it starts with us first. And the way that it starts to me is it starts the moment you open your little cute eyes to the world every, mo every morning. So my question is, this morning, how did you wake up? Did you wake up going, it's a new day, life is great, it's not raining? And did you walk into the, into the bathroom, look in the mirror and go, oh my God, have you gotten more beautiful overnight? <laughs> look at this body, oh my God, fabulous. Did you do that? Or did you go, oh my God, everything's dropping and but to me, that's, that's what it's about. It's, it's that choice that we make every morning of how we're going to be. Because I truly believe when we start from that place of making that choice, that's how we greet the world. That's how we greet the world. If we, if we just even do the smallest thing of saying, my word today is presence. My word today is authenticity. My word today is being loving. So, John, are you ready with that little video? I want to give you an idea of how you could start your day. This is, this is just an example. So, John, let's see if we could get that going. So can you imagine doing that every morning? I like my hair. I like my haircuts. That's it, John. Thank you. I mean, isn't that great? So could you imagine every morning you, you look in the mirror, you go, I love my life. I love my haircut. I love my pajamas. Just an idea. But you know, that's, that's one of my spiritual practices is how I start my day. And to me, the idea of putting your hand on your heart and saying, what is mine to do today? What does my heart have to say? If I give you one little spiritual tool this morning, it's this exercise. I do this in all my women's retreats. I do it in every workshop, is that you put your hand over your heart and you say, what does my heart have to say today? And you just listen. You just take that moment. I mean, that's why we have uh, morning meditation. That's why we're even just doing three minutes this morning of just being quiet enough to just hear. Hear what your heart has to say. And I got that idea 
from a, a play that I was in many years ago. I was part of a little theater troupe that went around to children's pediatric hospitals. And my little character was called Dr. Hart. And I had a heart smock and heart earrings and a heart hat and heart everything. And my job in this show was I would take my stethoscope and I'd go up to these little lammy poos that were all hooked up to IVs and all this stuff and they looked so sick. And I would just go up to them and I'd put my little stethoscope on their heart and go, what does your heart have to say? What does your heart have to say? And these little lammies would look up at me and go, my heart's sad because I want to go out and play and my heart's sad because my parents are so worried. But I gave them the space. I gave them the space to just check in and tell their truth. And I truly believe that when we can do that, when we can just check in every, mor every morning, we start that day with that presence, with that presence of saying, I'm here, world, how do you want to use me? What does my heart have to say? You know, and this is, this is a little trick to this, because your heart might say, you know that meeting this afternoon? Not so much. <laughs> and when that comes up, when the truth comes up of what you really want to do, you might have to go through that wonderful, uncomfortable thing of possibly saying no to people in order for you to be true to yourself. Because I would rather show up as an authentic yes than a phony no, you know? I would rather, one of my favorite expressions from Brene Brown is, I'd rather choose discomfort. Wait, what is the expression? Wait a second. I'd rather choose discomfort over me not being authentic. So in other words, it's like when you want to really stay in that place of authenticity, you have to be willing to be uncomfortable and say to someone, you know, this afternoon, that meeting or that lunch. I mean, one of my main words for me is authenticity. And I know when I'm not being authentic. I know when there's that part that's just trying to please people that comes up. And I would rather just be uncomfortable and say, you know, I gotta just tell you the truth. I'm, I'm really, I would rather really be there present with you if we could do it on another day when I really feel present to it. But you know, that's, that's a choice. Again, that's a choice. And you know, the other thing that I also use as a spiritual practice is music. And so I have consciously made that the first song on all of my CDs always has a really positive message. So, I mean, all my, all my songs are positive messages, but specifically the very first song, Thank You for This Day, Spirit, I Start My Day With Love, I Surrender to My Highest Good. And I got this idea from when I was in a hotel, and the very first song that I heard that came on my alarm clock radio, which made it be that my whole day was like this, was Linda Ronstadt singing to me, you're no good, you're no good, you're no good, baby, you're no good. And then she says, I'm going to say it again. You're no good. So what do you think is happening to me all day long? What am I hearing all day long? So my idea of saying what you choose to think about the first thing in the morning is what starts your day and continues on through the day. So I now flip that around and say, I'm so good. I'm so good. You know, you have to do that. So look at what you're saying in the morning and how you're starting your day. You know, I had um, an amazing situation last year. Speaking about kindnesses, um, I was asked to be part of a small group of women. I called this going, we call this the master class. I was asked to be part of this small group of women helping one of our friends die. 
She was a religious science practitioner. She taught meditation classes. She was a very conscious being, and she knew her, her dance with cancer was not working and the time was coming. And she came to us and said, I want to go through this consciously. Will you help me? And so we all had different uh, tasks that we did. I, I learned very early on that I am not a cook or not a nurse. I just, that was not mine. But what was mine to do was to sing to her. And I would bring my piano into her room and I would sing. And there were times when she said her pain was at a level seven and after I was done doing a little concert for her, it went down to zero. So the healing power of music, truly. But what was amazing, and the reason I'm sharing this with you, is that at the end, Janet was living in this state of grace that was phenomenal to watch. <coughs> Excuse me. And at one point she looked up at me and she said, why is everyone being so kind and loving to me? What, what's going on? I mean, I look at, she was saying, I look at my Facebook page every day and my Caring Bridge site and all these people are just, just going on and on and on about how you know, wonderful I am. It's like, why is this happening? And I said, Janet, you have to realize that this has been a choice of yours for all these many years that every single day you made this choice of how you were going to show up in the world, showing up in kindness, in love to your practitioner students, to your classes, to coming to church, to just being in the world, that you are now benefiting from all of that. And I truly believe it's like a kindness bank account that we do in our lives. And that's why I make such a big deal about the word choice, because, you know, there are days when you're going to choose. You're in a bad mood. You don't want to be kind to anybody. Well, that's fine. But if you look at the idea that, and I'm just reminding you of what you already know, but it's that idea of being conscious to that choice that we have of every interaction that we have with people. And at one point she said, <laughs> she said to me, this is the most, I mean, this is the most amazing thing. And she said, why is it taking me so long to die? You know, because it was taking her like a, a long time. And I said, Janet, when was the last time you ever had all your bills being paid, all your needs being met, everyone's just coming and just doing this to you all day long and, you know, paying homage? Why would you want to go? And she said, you know, you're right. This is great. <laughs> and at one point, hospice called and said, how's it going? And she said, oh, my God, I'm having the most wonderful death. I mean, don't we want it to be that way for us? And that's what it is. It's like begin with the end in mind, Stephen Covey. You know, begin with the end in mind. Begin now thinking about what do you want people to say about you at the end? How are you living your life now that you can make that kindness bank account keep rising? And, you know, one of the things that I think is so important is that's why I said the idea of choice of words, presence. When we are present, we allow ourselves to be open to the kindnesses of other people, but the kindnesses that we can give out. Just being present. You know, I, lo I love that story. That's so great because that, that officer walked in there that day and said, I'm being present to this situation. What needs to be done? Not haul him off to jail, but deal with it. How can I be kind in this situation? How can I make a choice to be kind? And so... I find that for me, a lot of my um, 
present situations happen when I'm traveling because I'm on the road quite a bit. And it happens a lot of times in the airport. And I notice that what's so fascinating is that everybody is on their cell phone all the time in airports. It used to be you would just sit down, you're waiting for your plane and maybe chat with someone. No more. Everyone's just doing this all the time. And this is hysterical. I, I found this recently. Now, I have to say, I don't mind cell phones. They're great. I have one. It's learning, though, the choice of how much to use it. But I found this recently. In the not-too-distant future, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook will merge to form one giant, idiotic, supersized, time-wasting, non-productive, time-stealing, mind-numbing, do-not-need-to-know website called You Twit Face. I mean, it cracks me up when I'm on a plane. So oftentimes, you'll see someone, they're, they're about to sit down next to me, and, you know, I'm trying to be present and kind. That's one of my, my words for the day. And I'll turn to the person and say, hi, how are you? And you could see this look of panic go over their face like, oh, my God, if I say hello to you, you might be a talker. Um, what do I do? What do I do? You know, and I want to just say to them, I'm just saying hello. You don't have to say anything more to me. I'm just saying hello. But, you know, there's there so many little great stories I want to share. One, one story that I, that I saw that happened, well, no, I read about this. This happened just right at the time I was traveling recently that I read this story that someone wrote. And I thought, this is so beautiful how this happens. And, you know, there were a lot of people sitting in, a, in, the, in the waiting area waiting for their plane. And this little kid just went crazy and started having a meltdown. And the mother was just beside herself. She was pregnant. She was just, she looked so haggard and tired and she was traveling with this toddler and the kid was having a meltdown and at one point she just did this. And all of a sudden, all of these women, without being asked, without whatever, all of a sudden about seven women got up and went to her, and one took out a little uh, toy for the child. One opened up a little orange and was starting to feed the kid. Another person just came over and talked to the mom. Everyone just sort of like organically went to the situation to help this mother. And within just like a few minutes, the kid was quiet. The mother just, you could see her just go, oh, like this. And, she's, and then all of a sudden, they called for the flight, the mother left, and everybody just went back to their seats. It was just one of those moments where it was like there was a need and people fulfilled it. And it wasn't any big fanfare, they just fulfilled it. And I look at us that there is an opportunity that we have all the time of how we can fulfill it. You know, another story of kindness, thinking about the the plane, that there, recently I was on a Southwest Airlines flight flying um, from San Francisco down to San Diego, and there was, all of a sudden, the, the flight attendant got on the loudspeaker and she said, all right, everyone, I want you to close your window shades. And everyone kind of looked around like, oh my God, is something happening with the plane? You know, are we having some kind of a drill? And she said, and, and I want you to turn your call lights on, the call buttons that are above you that make the little light. Everyone turn your lights and put down the shades, and we're all just, everyone got very quiet. And she said, again, an elderly man, there's someone on our flight that's turning 95 today, and what we're going to do is we're going to sing happy birthday to him. And at the end, he is going to blow out all the candles on his cake. 
And so what was so amazing was we all started singing so loud in the wrong key, in the wrong time. I mean, the first part of the plane was singing happy and the other, it's like it's not coordinated at all. But everyone is with all their hearts singing happy birthday. And at the end of this really badly sung song, everyone does this big applause and the guy stands up and he blows out the candles. And Yay! We're all yelling. And at the end, they made him stand at the end of the jetway there. With, they made him a little crown of the uh, pretzels with swizzle sticks <laughs> into a little thing. And he had to stand there while we all greeted him as we left the plane, wishing him happy birthday. And he was beaming. But more importantly than that was when we all were down waiting for our bags, there was this energy that we were all talking to each other, we were laughing, people were all talking, and it was that connection. And that's what, if I was going to look at what is my self-care for turbulent times, it's connection. It's gratitude and connection. Because when we can connect with each other, when we can get past that uncomfortableness sometimes that happens in that vulnerable place of reaching out to a stranger and make that connection, even if it's just for a moment, even if it's just eye contact. I mean, when I go to my personal church, Starbucks, ah, in the morning, and, and the, that barista will give me my soy latte, it's, it's taking that extra, just little teeny bit more time to actually look at them and say, thank you. I see you. In all of my women's retreats, the thing that we do all the time is after anybody speaks, we say, I see you and I hear you. Isn't that the greatest gift we can give anyone? That you're seen and heard. That's it. You know, and that's why you come to church. Because this is a place of like-minded individuals that will see you. You don't have to pretend. You can be however you want to be, but you can come here and be seen and heard. You know, one more thing about the Southwest. I'm, I'm looking out recently um, at uh, one of the um, people that are putting the luggage on the baggage cart things, and it's this woman who is by herself, and she's lifting all these heavy bags, and I just noticed her. You know, again, everyone's on their cell phones, but I'm just being present. That's my word for the day. So I just look, and here's this woman. She's doing this, and she must have felt me looking at her because all of a sudden she looks up, and I go, yes, you know, and I give her one of these things. It's like rock star, and she just goes like this. You know, she just, you could just feel her lift up. That she, It's like someone got her, and then she goes back to doing her thing, and every once in a while she'd look up at me like this <laughs> to see and at the very end, she did one last look at me. And we just had that, there, was, there were no words. There was just that connection. That sweet little connection. And it might, made my heart open. And that's the thing, you know, it's, it's actually, this whole thing I'm talking about is very selfish. Because what it does is it makes you feel better. It makes you feel better so that you create more ripples. More ripples, I call them ripples of love. You just put little love, love taps out to the world. But the main thing I want to just say to you is it's, it's really a process first of starting with yourself, of loving yourself up in the morning, of being sweet and kind to yourself. You know, one of my most popular songs that I sing all the time is, I will be gentle with myself. I will be gentle with myself. 
And I will hold myself like a newborn baby child. And the bridge that song says, I will only go as fast as the slowest part of me feels safe to go. I will be gentle with myself. And you know, I, I wrote that song from a time when I did something really stupid. I just did something just so dumb and I was just beating myself up and I called up a girlfriend and I said, oh my God, you wouldn't believe what I just did. It was so stupid. I'm such an idiot. And she said, stop. I will not have you talk to my friend that way. And she said, would you speak to a child trying to stand up for the first time the way you're talking to yourself right now? And I want you to remember that line. The next time you find that little voice going off inside of you that, that does that, would you speak to a child the way you speak to yourself? Probably not. If a child is trying to stand up for the first time, wouldn't you say, come on, little one, you can do it. So why don't we talk to ourselves that way? So when we are gentle first with ourselves, when we start our days loving ourselves and being good to ourselves, then that allows for that well to be filled up so that you have the capacity to then look at other people and say, how can I be loving to them? But if you're starved here, you're not, you don't even have the capability of opening up. So first, it's loving ourselves. And you know all this stuff. I'm just reminding you. But looking at how can you do self-care for yourself? How can you love yourself? What are, the, what are the ways that you can be good to yourself? If you have a place that stops and you go, oh, no, no, I can't afford that. Or, oh, I don't have time for a massage. Or I don't have time to, to, to take a walk and by the water and just be good to myself today. Just do it. Because when you can be good to yourself, you open up the space to look out to the world and say, how can I serve you? So I have a friend that was getting so irritated every morning at her husband that he would make his bagel and he would have bagel crumbs all over and there would just be when she would come into the kitchen there would be bagel crumbs all over and she would just get so irritated and she would say Manny can you please just wipe the bagel crumbs when you're done that's all I'm asking not much first thing in the morning I want to come in get my coffee and not have bagel crumbs everywhere and every morning she would get irritated about the bagel crumbs. And finally, one morning she had an epiphany that she looked at the bagel crumbs and she went, that means that he's still here. Those bagel crumbs are from my beloved, someone that I love so much. And at some point in my life, there will, no, there will not be any more bagel crumbs. He might be gone. And in that moment, she got that all those little piddly things that we do, she just let them go because she said that represented that he was still here, that she could still love him, and she could deal with the bagel crumbs. So I think when we start with ourselves and then go to the people around us, then it also allows us to look at the bigger picture too. And one of the things that I think is so important is that we trust when spirit is speaking through us. When spirit is speaking through us saying, this person needs a little love. And we never know when that's going to happen. I mean, that's what's so amazing about life is we never know what is going on with anybody else. You know, people can come here and, you know, be sitting here and, you know, just you say to them, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Everything's great. But they could be dealing with a cancer diagnosis 
or they could be dealing with someone died in their family. And you know, it's just, it's like when we make that connection, and again, you know, when I talk about my little Starbucks person, I'm not talking about that, that long extended gazing at them, looking and going, wow, the weeness in me sees the meanness in you, and we are so connected, isn't it beautiful? And they're going, ew, lady, you're weird. I'm talking about reaching out on some level to connect with someone. If it just means saying, how are you? And really hearing how they are. You know, not just going, oh, okay, great. You know, and having your own agenda. that You're just asking them just, you know, just a real fast question. You're just saying, how are you? And you just can sit there for a minute and be present to them. But I truly believe that spirit gives us what I call shoulder taps. Little things of saying, this person might need a little extra love. And you don't even know why you're feeling this. You, have you had that before, where you just you get a sense that someone might need something, and you just might go over and say, how are you? But my favorite story that I love telling, because it's just so sweet, is the story of this man who was having breakfast one morning. And he looked over at the booth next to him, and there was a woman that was all dressed up. She was an elderly woman. She was all dressed up. And she had a little corsage, and you know, she just was like, it looked like a little party was about to happen. But she was by herself, and he had this instinctual feeling that he wanted to go up to her and say something. But he, in, in that way that we all get a little nervous about, you know, stepping over that line, he didn't do it. And pretty soon her family came and the grandchildren and everybody was there. And, you know, he went on with his meal. But then when he was leaving, he started to walk by her and something told him to stop and turn around. And so he came back to the table, and as uncomfortable as it was to do this, he said, you know, excuse me, but I just needed to tell you, um, you don't know me, but I just really had this feeling I wanted to tell you this morning how beautiful you looked and how that color on you is just stunning, and you just look beautiful. And he felt really awkward in doing this, and he said, that's all I wanted to say, thanks. And he started to walk away, and she said, no, 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 come back. She said, I, I know you. And he said, oh, no, you, you don't know me. I, I, you know, I just wanted to say this. And, and she said, no, I know you. She said, today is the one-year anniversary of my husband passing. And this is my family that's with me, and they're celebrating that I made it through this year on my own. And what you said to me is exactly what my husband would have said to me. So we never know. We never know how we could be gifting someone with our love. And you know, I believe it starts, oh, I don't even want to play it, I'm just going to sing it. it. I believe it starts with just touching one heart every day, one heart at a time. We can change the world one heart at a time. We can change the world one heart at a time. I see you and I know you. You're a part of me. You want to sing that with me? We can change the world one heart at a time. One heart at a time. We can change the world. We can change the world one heart at a time. One heart at a time. I see you. I see you. I know you. You're a part of me.
So if you would, put your left hand on your heart and put your right hand out to the person next to you, either just like this or on their shoulder, if you feel comfortable touching their shoulder. Yeah. Sing that again. We can change the world one heart at a time. We can change the world one heart at a time. I see you. I see you. I know you. I know you. You're a part of me. You're a part of me. Now let's do this so that we include everyone in the room. Put your hands up like this and say, you can change. And just kind of spread that energy around the room. You can change the world one heart at a time. You can change the world one heart at a time. I see you. I know you. You're a part of me. Now put your hands on your own heart. I can change. I can change the world one heart at a time. I can change the world one heart at a time. I see you. I see you. I know you. You're a part of me. So take a deep breath. And now drop into your heart from where we first started. And what does your heart have to say today? Right now, think about what is yours to do today for the rest of this day, given how you felt when you first walked into this church, given how you feel right now. Can you, in this moment, claim one thing for yourself that you'll do today that is sweet and generous to yourself and then maybe one other kindness to someone else in your life. So just take a deep breath and just feel into that what that feels like to just give yourself that love. And I leave you with a wonderful Parker Palmer quote that says, self-care is never a selfish act. It is simply good stewardship of the only gift I have the gift I was put on earth to offer to others. So open your eyes, look around the room. Know that this is your community and these people see you and hear you. And that we change hearts, one, we, we change the world. We change the whole direction of all the craziness that is going on in this world when we just can give this to ourselves. Blessings to all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Yay! Offering now, yes? Song. That, oh, that was my song. I could do another song. Okay, you could turn me off here too if you want. Now, I thought I was running overtime, so I just did it a cappella. Okay. Can you turn this off now?